0: Hollywood, man, it's good to get you back on the show, man. Uh got some big fights coming up in one night, two fights, preparing for something like that. How do you do it, man? How do you prepare mentally, especially for this?
1: I uh I think I think, dude, just um, you know, taking up one fight at a time. You know, I mean, there's there's no way that you're really gonna be able to simulate Fighting twice in one night. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a, something that you're going to have to prepare for mentally. You know, I think like you, if you train that way, you know what I mean? You're just asking for injury. You know, it's just kind of like, uh, you know, it's I don't think it's a smart idea to try, you know, train to fight. So you, you just prepare to be the best you can for, for five rounds, of, you know, I mean, six rounds of the, of the night, you know? Just take one fight at a time and then take the next fight at a time, you know? And especially fighting this criteria, you know? You don't know what's going to happen, like as far as the other, you know, Pitbull could get cut or like, you know, he could be, you know, Gustavo could win, but they could take some damage. So you don't know what kind of opponent you're, uh, you know, you're really going to be facing in the second. And you don't know how you're going to be, you know what I mean? You don't know how, if you're going to be banged up on the first fight too. So it's just best taking a fight at a time, train, be the best version of yourself, be in shape and be ready to, be ready, be ready to go for two fights.
0: It's, it's almost like who can be the best fighter, but on top of that, who can make the adjustments? with what's going to happen because there's, you don't know exactly like you just mentioned, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who you're going to fight. So there's a lot of variables in this, in this night of fights. It's a, uh, that's what makes it so exciting, man. Without a doubt, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we're just kinda, we just kind of, we have to see, you know,
1: we're all, we're all gunning for the top <clears throat> and uh, we're all good, dangerous fighters. So, yeah, I mean, I, the probability of a, of any of us getting through a fight with any, with each other, and being 100 percent healthy at the end of it are pretty slim anyway. So let's go. Let's just that's, yeah. uh, let's just push. Go. <laughs> you know, I, I'm ready to fight all three of them on, on New Year's Eve if that's what it takes. So I'm just worried about myself, and I'm just uh, I'm pushing pushing myself, and I'm the best I've ever been in my life, and I'm just ready to go out and showcase.
0: Being the best that you ever been in your life, it 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 seems true, man. Because the last year, you know, you went in there made major debut one year ago against yachi you you know you cooked him then you went in against uh, Kitaoka smoked him and then you went against the Souza and fried him up you know it's just like back to back to back you know it's just like unstoppable almost do you feel that way
1: uh, I do I don't I mean a, a fighter can't ever think that he's invincible or that he's there's not a match out there because you know I you in order to get to the top level anyway you've had to have been humbled at some point so you know at any moment you know when you're fighting the best guys in the world, as you should be, you know, at any moment, I mean, you know, shit can can not go your way. So yeah, I mean, just, I, I feel like I'm the best I've ever been and mentally, physically, technically everything, you know, and I feel like, uh, I'm a performer. I can go out there and I can just, I can do my job and I can do it to hundred percent of, of, of my ability, no excuses. <clears throat> and, uh, if on that night there's a guy, you know, something happens and, and I'm not champion, then it was never in my it was never in my fortune. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that my chances to win are maxed out. So really, there's no pressure. There's no nothing, man. Just go go do myself. And mm-hmm. I know I know in my mind, I know in my heart that I've, I'm I'm the best guy in this tournament, and I'm just gonna go out in there and I'm gonna do it I'm going to show it.
0: Yeah, the the performance have been excellent, man. But throughout the last year, where have you where do you think you've improved though the most? You know, through through your training and through your preparations
1: Uh, my focus my consistency you know all the all my fights in the past you know i was a single man i was a bachelor you know i'd fight and then i'd go home and i wouldn't train and i'd be out the bars and i'd be drinking and i'd be eating and not training like i supposed to and then when fights would come around it'd be like it'd be like fat camp i mean i'd just be back getting back into shape and getting ready to fight again but i really wasn't developing and i really wasn't improving my skills in between camps i mean now like I I'm dating a UFC fighter Emily Whitmire, you know, and like having that extra you know, having that that someone that that someone in your life who's also dedicated to the sport and also focused on training and eating right and you know what I mean like it's it's that's been the biggest thing man, Is just having a good woman in my life, you know. And uh and staying consistent training. Training training year round like I'm like gets my actual job, you know what I mean? And uh that's been the biggest thing man. just Time
0: in the gym. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, having somebody there like next to you, close to you, kind of pushing you and and motivating you, and and at the same time, they're doing the same thing you're doing, not just like they're just on the side yapping at you, right?
1: Yeah. It's just someone that is having someone that you want to be better for. You know what I mean? Like that, and that's what it is. And someone who holds you accountable. And like, even if she doesn't like, you know what I mean? I could take the day off and I could like, you know, do my own thing and she's great. She wouldn't like, she wouldn't bust my balls too bad. But just knowing that, like you, know, you know, like she would, she'd probably train in. You know what I mean? So it holds yourself to a higher standard, and you're like, no, nah, like you know, like I got, I'm gonna do this. If anything, we're doing, we're doing the right way, you know. So, and I, and I, and I got by on so much of my career on just being like, a, you know, I guess you would say half, like half in, half out kind of fighter. You know what I mean? Like I trained hard, I was focused, I was good, I was skillful, but it was like it wasn't my everything, you know. It was like it was my when I needed money, when I wanted to fight, when I get the itch. So consistency and having a good woman and just just happy, being happy, dude. Being happy has been the biggest thing too, you know what I mean? So it goes back to what I was saying with like, you know, training the way I was training, it was like, you know, dude, this is what I really want. But it, then again, it's like what it's like, I can't make money doing anything else at this point in my life. Like this is a career for me. Like I'm, I've, am i you know, I've done well, <laughs> like as far as I, you know what I mean? Like I'm a good fighter. I know I can compete with anybody. And uh, you know, it just kind of came a time where I was like, Dude, "What am I doing? Like I only got X amount of time left, and let's get as many world titles and get as many paychecks as we can."
0: So, in the maybe in the first half of your career, you felt like you were just a fighter, but now it's more like you're a full blown athlete. Do you feel that way? Hundred percent.
1: Yeah, that's it, man. I mean, just that, that's that's the thing. You know, before I was a fighter, I was like, like, you know, I was good, I was skillful, I could I could fight, I could bang. But now, yeah, like my body would my body was not an athlete's body, you know, it was like a, kind of like a, an, an active kind of tough guy, I guess, you know, a guy who goes to the bar who eats, you know what I mean? Like not a guy who's like, oh, if I eat this, I'm going to feel like shit when I work out tomorrow. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, I'm not working out tomorrow. I can eat like shit. I'm not going to, it's not a big deal. But now, you know, it's like, yeah, just, just everything, you know, the whole big picture. I'm, I'm more of an athlete. I'm just more centered, mind, body, soul, healthier lifestyle. And that's made every all the difference man
0: yeah i think that nowadays it's like if you're not doing that you're not at the top of the game you're (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna be a middleman you're gonna be a journeyman that's what's gonna happen you know you could go you could get by being tough but you're not gonna be at the top 10 or the top five
1: and that's it man and that's what that it's kind of like you need the there's always like a rule of three that applies in mma and there's the rule of three where it was where uh Okay, so there's three things that you need, or there's three there's three things that can win fights. You need the toughness, like that tough like street fighter mentality, like hard as a heart of a lion, and you're just gonna keep coming forward until they fall. You need that. You also need a tech a martial artist where you're technical and you're slick and you're smarter and you can set people up. But then you also need the third, which is just strength and athleticism and just pure brute strength and being a f- efficient athlete you know what i mean and, I, and, and and yeah you're right it takes all three of those the the best guys who's got all three of those mastered are, are the world champions I right? mean, they're the best fighters in the world so you really do need you really do need the rule of three man you need heart you need technique and you need you need strength and athleticism
0: yeah now you know let's get into the your opponent man you you called it man you said that uh i was gonna face the winner of tofik versus brown and you got drawn that fight and I feel like this is the most intriguing fight out of the two. You know what I mean? Because the other one is, I don't know, the other one is not as intriguing. I'm just going to be honest with you, man. Like, this one is like, there's so many variables, there's so many ways to win the fight on both sides. And Tofik is the wild card. You know, he's the wild card, I believe. So, what, you know, when you break him down, like, see him from his last performance and how he dismantled Damian Brown, what are your thoughts on him? Dude, I mean, he's
1: a he's a fucking stud. You know what? There's nothing else to say about the kids. Kid's good. Um, but you know, like uh, a lot of the he, a lot of that style, like that Russian style, the kickboxing. Man, it's if you've seen one and you've fought one or trained with one, it's kind of all the same bag of tricks. You know what I mean? Like there's there's he's very strong. He's very good striker. He's very technical. But his tactics, he lacks his tactics. And that's where I'm gonna exploit him. And that's where I'm gonna be the veteran. And I am gonna show him. You know, I mean, there's 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 levels to this game that he hasn't experienced yet. And there's there's part there's situations of the a situation fight that he hasn't been in yet. You know what I mean? And I have, and then I know that's where I can I can really have the upper hand with him. And just and, and being an MMA fighter, you know, what I mean, not getting stuck in his kickboxing. You know, he's had a lot of success. Where he goes out there and he establishes his range and he's bully and he sets guys at the end of his combos. And then they get, they're get they kind of getting stuck out there and just kind of like, oh, shit. And then, you know, and, and they're kind of at the, the mercy of his will. You know what I mean? But nobody's really gone out there and, and gotten a fight with him. You know what I mean? They just kind of try to take tactical and then he takes over. And he's a front runner kind of a fighter. You know what I mean? And guys like that, you got to get out there and you got to start fighting. You, sort of, you got to start taking the
0: lead. Being at Extreme Couture in Las Vegas. I'm pretty sure that's very helpful because there's a lot of, you know, Europeans, Russians that come through there and train for, you know, two weeks, months at a time. So you've probably experienced that style over and over and over again for the last year or so.
1: Uh, yep. Yep. Last yeah year and a half of my, you know, training here at Extreme Couture. You know, there's uh, tons of guys. You know, a Beat, you know, he's come in, trained with him. I've sparred with him quite, you know, a couple times. Uh, you, you know, this other kid, Mohammed, uh, i can't even pronounce his last name but you know they're all like they all the exact same style where it's just like that that technical textbook kickboxing and then they'll throw spin kicks and they'll throw you know sidekicks and, and shit like that you know what i mean it's it's uh very you know it's good i mean that's good te- like, that's, don't get me wrong i'm not dogging that style that's a that's a very good style that's a tough style to fight but uh he doesn't really he's not really crafty you know
0: outside of uh, extreme couture i see that you've you know, frequented the uh, the Venom facility. Is that is that like your main sponsor, or you just go there to train once in a while?
1: No, so I'm actually a coach. I coach uh, amateur oh, fighters, okay. the MMA there at the uh, Venom Gym in Summerlin here in Las Vegas. Um, So yeah, so yeah, I co- I'm a coach there, and I train there as well. You know, uh, there's some really good uh, kick. Hope is the Muay Thai instructor there, and uh, Ra- Raquel and Hanato Kun- Kunta Kunto. I'm sorry, I always butcher their last name, but you know, Raquel and and Hanato both are stud, stud, stud grapplers in the grappling world. So definitely there's some good training there. And, um, yeah, but yeah, as far as like uh, my main training, it's, it's it's extreme couture.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, it seems like you found the best fit at the perfect time with the perfect promotion, (laughs) with the, with the rule set that you enjoy, man. It's, it's, you've seen, yeah, like you said earlier, you're happy. I am dude. I'm blessed. You know,
1: it's always like a blessing in disguise too. You know, when I got cut from the UFC, I was like, you know, I was almost, I was blacklisted. Like I couldn't find fights anywhere, you know? And I was like, man, this really, you know, the UFC kind of took my career from me, you know? And, uh, you know, kind of left me bitter, but you know, now it's given me the opportunity to fight. You know, I fought in the very first ever PFL tournament. Now I'm getting ready to fight in a Grand Prix tournament and rise in Rising Grand Prix for the lightweight title. You know what I mean? Like, this is like legendary shit. You know, people. You know, not very many people have the opportunity to do what I am able to do right now. You know, and I just couldn't be I couldn't be more thankful. I couldn't be more happy in my life. You know, it's just it's everything happens for a reason, and it may seem uh, it may seem sour in the beginning, but just like medicine, man, if you, you know, you got to take it and it'll make you better. You make your dreams come true.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now you let, let's say you win, you know, both fights, you get the belt. Is is that the title belt or is it just the Grand Prix belt? I think it's just a lightweight Grand Prix t- just the Grand Prix title,
1: but I don't know who the lightweight champion is. I'm pretty sure it's vacant. You know, I, it I haven't seen I haven't seen any lightweight chi- the champions. Yeah. So, you know, I went, when I go out there and I win this Grand Prix, I'm, I'm king of rising. I'm, I'm rising lightweight champion. So, you know, whoever they, they want to have next, man, like I'll, I'll, you know, if they don't want to call it a title fight, then I'll fight the I'll fight the guy who they want to, they want to match it against. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I win this. I'm in my eyes, I'm the lightweight t- the champion, you know,
0: When are you planning on flying out there? Are you going to go out there a little bit earlier or just, like normal, just like we, well, a week out.
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's so And then I'll have the 29th, 30th, 31st, fly home on the 1st. So it's, they, 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 I, and I prefer it that way. You know what I mean? Like when I go that way, uh, the time change, that, that stuff, that lag doesn't affect me. Um, coming back the other way, coming that way back to, to home, it really messes with you for like two weeks. But going that way is not a big deal. So we can go there, you know, do our do as much training here and then just go there, fight, get paid, I'm home, man. That's kind of how I prefer it.
0: Basically, it's like fighting in the morning over there. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you train in the morning anyway, so it's just like your body is used to that time. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, I mean, and I, and as the fight, so I'm like two and a half weeks out right now. As the fight gets closer, I start um, <clears throat> training. My, my final training will be a fight at fight time. So it's like my body is like so simulated to the fight. It's like, man, we're just going out and doing what we do every day for – you know weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks so it knows and so my body knows as soon as it's time to turn it on it's time to turn it on and they no different day in day out
0: just like clockwork man another
1: day in the office
0: bellator it's two days before uh, the tournament uh you know rising 20 are you going to be there you know are you going to soak it in a little bit and and, and enjoy the fights and kind of get the vibe from from that from that event and then carry it into the your your fights
1: yeah, I think I'll probably go. Um, I have a couple teammates, ex-teammates that are on the card, so uh, I think I'll probably go and watch. Um, you know, it kind of depends on like how I'm feeling. as so, well because I'll be cutting weight, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of getting skinny, so it'll be the night before I start cutting. So, uh, depending on how I feel, may or may not go. But uh, it's gonna break my heart if I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but what, what, what epic, uh, what an epic event to be a part of. So
0: yeah it's it's a crazy three days man it's uh it's it's like an event you cannot miss especially with uh fedor fighting rampage and then you got your tournament and you got the the, the bantamweight title on the line and then you got the adamweight title on the line for aizen yeah. three titles in one night that's uh that's a beautiful Yuri's thing fighting,
1: Yuri yuri and cb are fighting for the 205 title too correct is that
0: the i don't think, title? i don't know
1: I think Yuri and and CB are fighting for the title as well.
0: Okay, okay, that's four titles oh. then. That's, yeah. hey, CB's like he, he just jumped right in.
1: Yeah, dude, CB's a good teammate. Or he's a good friend of mine. He was ex teammate of mine. He hit me up immediately and was like,
0: "Man, like we're gonna get
1: first place
0: again." Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, man, December thirty first, Rising Twenty Lightweight Grand Prix Semifinals Finals. Johnny, man, always appreciate the time and uh, good luck to you, man.
1: Oh, I said, yeah, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate your time, and uh, you guys tune in on the thirty-first and watch me become world champion.